0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater calling from Virginia. Today is Monday, February 1st, 2021. And today we're reading from the big book. We're in chapter three, more about alcoholism on page 34, the first paragraph. As we look back, reading just that one paragraph. And today's readers are, and thank you for your service, uh, for the 12 steps, Mary G. For the 12 traditions, Joni C. And reading the text are Kathy C., Ken W.H., and Anita J. And the newcomer's reader is Patricia C., and the host for the second hour is Nancy P. The reference number for Sunday, January 31st, 2021, special edition is 16,305. That's 16305. Our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Mary G. to read the 12 Steps.
1: Good morning. This is Mary G., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Minnesota, the 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food
0: Thank you, Mary G. And I will now ask Joni C. to read the 12 traditions.
2: The 12 traditions of OA. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose there is... Joni,
0: excuse me, Um, you sound really garbled. Can you change um, what you're using to speak through?
2: can you hear me better now? No. I wonder, I was on speaker.
3: Well, let me see.
0: Yeah, please don't be on speaker. Uh, is this better now? No, it's not. I'm
4: sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. Anita J., could you jump in, please? Yes, yes here I am. The
0: Thank you. Producer. I'm so sorry,
4: Joni. Go ahead.
5: Uh, number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one um, ultimate authority, loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants, they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire. To stop eating compulsively. Four. Each group should be autonomous, except <clears throat> in matters. I'm
0: Anita. Oh, but there you are. Okay.
5: Affecting other other uh, groups of OA as a whole. Five. Each group is, but one has, but one primary purpose: to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six. An OA group might. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, and television, and other public media uh, of communication. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality. Past.
4: Thank you
0: so much, Anita J. and Joni C. for being there. Um, How our meeting works? Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book and we're on page 34, the first paragraph, as we look back, reading and commenting on just that one paragraph. And I will ask Kathy S to begin reading.
6: Thanks, Katie. This is Kathy S., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Georgia. As we look back, we feel we have gone on drinking many years beyond the point where we could quit on our willpower. If anyone questions whether he has entered this dangerous area, let him try leaving liquor alone for one year. If he is a real alcoholic and very far advanced, there is scant chance of success. In the early days of our drinking, we occasionally remain sober for a year or more becoming serious drinkers again later. Though you may be able to stop for a considerable period, you may yet be a potential alcoholic. We think few to whom this book will appeal can stay dry anything like a year. Some will be drunk the day after making the resolutions, most of them within a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, Can I relate to this paragraph? Um, Sort of. I don't think I ever had um, the... Willpower to actually quit, I know I was never able to leave sugar at least alone in my binge foods alone for a year, and um you know so all of that is i mean I tried to quit, I tried to give it up, and um that's really when the binging started, as well as years of crazy diets and compulsive exercise, everything all three work together in this high intensity cycle um but what I really want to hone into is that the fact that I have a disease and and I believe it is something I was born with um unlike alcohol, I was given my drug right right out the gates. I was raised on lucky charms um, but my disease has to be determined by a self diagnosis, which for me was a rather maddening um prospect a prospect process um, I had uh um, you know, just insane, insane cravings. I hid my insane cravings from others. Uh, I was a great pretender, um, literally dying to fit in because, um, I would exercise and just kind of, I mean, I never binged in front of anybody. I wanted help. I tried to explain what I did with food, how I felt, but again, I didn't wear my overeating, very well. I, I wasn't overweight. I was at the gym <clears throat> for two hours, so fearful. Um, no therapist, no doctor, or rehab, not my husband. Anyone can determine this diagnosis for me um, because as it turns out, this really is my first step toward living in authenticity. How do I determine it? The same way this book states every single time, just try some moderation and some controlled eating, some portion control, um, or just try quitting entirely, which I could never do. And why is it in here so many times? Because of the persistence of my disease that tells me I'm not sick, I'm okay, so go ahead and try it again. I'm such a forgetter, and it's, like I said, just maddening. Um, To make it worse, or really where it all started, too, is I just always felt uncomfortable and insecure and just unhappy no matter what my weight was. And, um, you know, self-improvement, relationships, career, a marriage, kids, none of it fixed that hole inside. And the binging just continued to get worse until I came in here and I finally learned to surrender which for me just came out of pure exhaustion. Um, I was no longer able to try anything else. So I just stopped and I would just worked the steps, which is the process of clearing away the wreckage and disclosing the lies that I've been believing. Okay, just trusting God to remove the defects. And I was learning to walk a spiritual walk. Um, And today, like I don't need resolutions because I don't know best, and I have the one solution I need, which is God. And um, so just thanks for this opportunity, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Kathy F., uh, for getting us started on page 34, the first paragraph. As we look back, we're commenting on that one paragraph, and although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. So who would like to share? Katie G. from Boston. Katie G. Shanna C. Jana C. Shanna C. No, Shanna C. Thank you.
4: Thanks. Who else would like to share? Lou B. from Texas. Lou B. Buff W. Beth W. Let me take a few more. Ginger C. Ginger C Joelle B. B from Illinois. Okay, good. There you are, Joel. Okay.
0: Okay, well let's stop there. Katie G, Shayna C, Lou B, Beth W, Ginger C, and Joel B. Go ahead, please, Katie.
7: Hi, KDF. This is KDG. Thanks for taking the meeting. We're covered in Boston. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I love this insanity, right? Like, I, I just when I came into Overeaters Anonymous, I caught um, my my food addiction. And what I mean by that is, I spent my whole life like I had this inner soul. Um, deficit right I felt like I was somebody I should be somebody else at some other time with other people doing something else and I went to the food to solve this inner soul sickness and what was so confusing for me for so long is I could put it down for a little bit of time and a lot of um, I got a call last week with someone um, wanted to find a sponsor who would let her eat her foods um, after she got through the steps and you know it's not my job to let someone eat or not eat but secondarily like the steps are not going to change my inner soul sickness like I may be able to stop for a period of time, but I may still be um, a potential, you know, um, food addict. And that, that was so true for me. I've been 228 pounds and 110 pounds. And what this paragraph really speaks to for me is that um, it doesn't even matter how much I want to stop. Like, that, I, that's the worst part of this illness is that, like, I can – I, I got so desperate. I mean, I at one point in my anorexia, I had peach fuzz on my body. You know, I have hypothalamic amenorrhea. I'm, I'm dying. Please save me, right? But, like, I had to be so badly mangled that the only thing I knew w- was not working was everything I was doing. And that was the only thing that got me to say, help me, tell me what to do. Um, and the other thing I really enjoy knowing is that... <clears throat> these resolutions versus a decision like a resolution is like yep yeah, I think I'll do this I think I'll do that but for me what is so profound about this program is a decision means to cut away all other options so no reservation no lurking notion like my seat it needs to be firmly planted in Overeaters Anonymous and that that is true today like I'm recovered but that doesn't mean I'm cured it doesn't mean that I can ride off into the sunset with pony and rainbows Um, I may be able to stay away from a character defect for a little bit I may be able to control it for a little while but if I'm seriously compulsive eater it's gonna come back and I must take action after action after action That is the only thing that keeps me fresh in this program each and every day is that God gives me the opportunity and privilege to take action after action after action. And it starts and ends with my powerlessness
8: and my surrender. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Katie.
4: Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Shana
0: C. You're up, followed by Lou B. Good morning. This
9: is Shana C. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, Shanna, I can.
9: Awesome, thank you. Um, Again, this is Shanna C. from Tennessee, gratefully recovered. Um, Again, another day I wake up absent. I'm so grateful because it is truly a miracle for my life. And back in the book uh, where we just read, if he's a real alcoholic and very far advanced, there is scant chance of success in referring to leaving um, the alcoholic foods alone for one year. What I'm, what brings, what that brings to my mind is, not only could I not imagine life with or without those foods, or being on any kind of um, food plan, it, it really, like really sticking with it. I just wanted to like lose the weight and be perfect, and everything will be okay. That was my great obsession. Everything would be okay if I just looked a certain way, whatever. And it never occurred to me that I had no power to actually make that happen. And you couple that with the absolute inability to leave it alone, which I could not really see. But I would get I would judge everyone who even else who even tried, Um, you know, food plan. What's wrong with you? That's so restricted, so, so restrictive. Um, but yet, be so envious and jealous of those who were able to eat normally, and the self loathing that came with that, why am I so different? Why you know this kind of stuff um and uh, like so many have shared I'd tried everything, and um it wasn't until I was beaten into a state of reasonableness and i and I saw that I literally had nowhere else to go um it was I'd tried. Like I said, everything, food plan, no food plan, in and out of food recovery programs. But I st- like I said, I had those n- lurking notions that somehow, someday I could control and enjoy this. I, mean, I had a connection with God. Um, he's helped me with so much. Why can't he help me with this my way? But it was just, it was literally, I had to hold my nose and jump. And I, got, the truth about that is I got to hold my nose and jump. And I was willing to go to any length, um, and that, and I, I begged my higher power for help. I believe obsession was removed, and the people in, you know, who had been recovered, who had, who, in whom the problem had been solved, they reached their hand, hand out to me after I made that call, and I was able to work through the steps, and that obsession has stayed lifted, and it is, I'm, I couldn't be more grateful. And not only am I not compulsively eating, I'm living. Um, more and more evidence of the the reality of God in my life is showing through, and that's what makes it worth it. Um, and one of the things, just real quick, uh, I was talking with my sponsor with about the other day is I had I had questions. So I work with some people, and you know, and then they relapse, and and at this point, I I found myself kind of having difficulty understanding why the willingness isn't there for them or or whatever because it was there so much for me, and. Uh, she reminded me, it's, what are you doing for your recovery today? This is literally two days. Time, please. We only have a day at a time with this. And so um, with that, um, I want to thank everybody for being on here. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Shanna. Okay, Lou B., you're up, followed
4: by Beth W.
10: Good morning. This is Lou B. from Texas. Glad to be here. So um, this paragraph makes me think back to when my disease was young <laughs> and um I was able to control it and with the group of people I was running with, we did it together, you know, and it was fun and we we uh explored ways to control and and um it was just kind of like a, a I don't know, like something we did together. It was just something we did and um <clears throat> it wasn't till I left those friends and went away to college that my disease really, really took a turn for the dark, you know. And during those college years, I was, yeah, I was completely in bondage to my disease. That's when it really took off. Um, And, you know, there was nothing, there was nothing I could do. You know, I mean, I had scant chance of success. The tricks that I had used in high school didn't work in college. And the tricks that I used in college didn't work in my late 20s and early 30s. And my disease continued to progress. And um, and my power, I didn't realize it was a lack of power at the time. I was filled with confusion and just didn't understand what was happening to me, you know. But I know now that it was a lack of power and that I needed a higher power to do for me what I could not do for myself. But... I think that I would just say to anybody who is new and maybe just tuning in or, or frustrated with their disease to just you know keep coming back and 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 stay because this paragraph is not very uplifting, you know it's it sounds pretty down depressing, but um there is an answer here, and we're learning more about alcoholism in this this chapter, but we're about to you know we're we're gonna get to a solution pretty pretty soon. So that's really all I have today. Just that I am a real compulsive overeater and and I have scant chance of success today, um, because my disease, just like it progressed from high school to college to my twenties and thirties, it still progresses. You know, it, it, the the physical part of my disease, as well as the mental and and um, spiritual sickness aspects of my disease. You know, they 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 progress, and and as we've heard on this line many times recently, you know, my, my spiritual fitness and what I do each day needs to progress because, you know, I don't stay clean on yesterday's shower. It's what I get up and I do this morning that directs my day to day. So I'm so grateful for this book. I'm grateful for this meeting. Thank you for listening and I'll pass.
4: Thank you, Lou. Okay, Beth W, you're up followed by Ginger C.
11: Hi, everybody. This is Beth W. Uh, compulsive overeater from North Dakota and um, I would like to be a cautionary tale to those who um, have found this to just be um, uh, the way that will work and and I it is and I believe that but the cautionary tale is um, I let my guard down I took my will back I excuse me. Um, I thought, well, I can control and enjoy. Um, and I, I, it just, it, oh my gosh, this disease is so well cunning, baffling and powerful. I just, um, I had to go to the store yesterday and buy some clothes because I had nothing that would fit me. And it hasn't been, um, such a long time since I, um, picked up, but, um, Every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, today's the day I can do this. And the, the mistake in that sentence is I can do this. I can't. I can't do anything by myself. And until I admit that, um, I'm going to continue to suffer. So um, thanks for listening and I'll pass.
4: Thank you, Beth W., um, and Ginger C., you're up, followed by Joelle B. Ginger, star one.
8: Yeah, hi, Katie, good morning, can you hear me? We can, thank you. Okay, great, I'm gonna actually ask if Joelle can go, I just wanna get in, I'm driving and I just wanna pull over before I share, so does that work? That's fine, go ahead,
12: Joelle, please. Um,
0: Joel B.,
13: then Ginger C. Hi, I'm a recovering compulsive overeater from Illinois. My name is Joelle B., and this is my second week starting today. And I am so grateful because I would wake up every day uh, worrying about what am I going to eat? I had food in my head all the time. Who can I go out with this time? Who can I uh, ask to go with me and then when I when I did try to stop when I was on different diets it would last maybe a week or two and then I would go back into you know just rewarding myself for going into a diet at all I never thought this was a quote dangerous area unquote just eat and when I ate the wrong thing I said I'll never do this again then I would do it again and when I realized as, as a reported, re, repeated thing, I, I found that I needed more and I needed more help and I found that OA was for me and I'm so excited because I'm, I am losing weight, my um, health is improving, my eyes are improving, and I'm so excited and I thank you and I will pass.
4: Okay, so I hope Ginger C. is
0: now at a safe place where she can share.
8: Yeah, thanks so much, Katie. I appreciate it. Okay,
4: that. go ahead. Then we'll open it up for more. Go ahead, Ginger. Ginger,
14: we can't sorry, hear can hear you. I'm sorry, can you hear me? Okay, okay. sorry, now I had muted yeah, back. Sorry. I heard
8: somebody else, so I wasn't sure. Um, thanks so much for your service, Katie, and I am Ginger C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Wow, this is just such a powerful paragraph, this, let them see if they can do it for a year? Are you kidding me? Um, I'm where this person, you know, they make many resolutions. Some will be drunk the day after. And I'm like the day of. I woke up so many times determined, bound not to eat today. Today was the magic day. Sometimes it would be my kid's birthday. What greater gift to give my child but a sober mom out of the food? But, God, it was within minutes. I would find myself back. My favorite thing was to do Starbucks in the morning first thing if I could get out of bed and get one of those cake pops and a caramel frappuccino. Wasn't that the breakfast of champions? I heard someone sharing... started us off with lucky charms amen those magically delicious you know anything sugary and sweet that was my go-to and what i would do to just not stop you know so it's stopping is not easy or hard it's staying stopped you know a day at a time continuing to practice this no matter what and thank god again For all those bites that we had to take, because that's when it happens. That's when the reality wakes us up. Are you done? Are you out of ideas? Are you willing to go to any length? And the pain has to press in and press on to a certain level before we're able to get there. But it's a miracle, you know, stay dry for a year. Are you kidding me? And anybody that can get 365 days in any addiction and have that medallion come into their life, that's a miracle. That's unbelievable because as addicts, I only know how to seek effects outside from God because I don't like my skin, I don't like the feelings, and I don't like to be with Ginger. I like to talk about myself all the time, but I don't like to be internally with me. So... Thank God. Thank God for this clear-cut directions. I'm still, I feel like a baby in this. It's only been five years, and I still can't believe it was a book, a book that saved my life, and a book that you would have thought I would have known so well being in AA for a lot of years. So thank God for Bill and Bob. Thank God we have clear-cut directions. We just have to say goodbye to the food, and probably in a way you never said goodbye before. You really got to get clean and clear. You got to have a funeral. You cannot have your cake and eat it in a way. And once you do that and you put your food down in that way, and then you fly through this work, you're going to be amazed. God's going to take you to a place that you did not even know existed. And I just pray you don't miss it. We think we have a lot of years. We have no idea how many days we have left. And I'm not going to give this addiction one second more, taken and and robbed so many days already. Thanks, Katie.
0: Thank you, Ginger. Okay, so we're on page 34, the first paragraph, as we look back and um, we just are reading and commenting on that one paragraph. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day. So if you share it on Thursday or Friday, please wait until tomorrow or the next day in order that others might share their experience. Who else would like to share?
14: Darian K.
4: Darian K. Kathy M., Massachusetts. Kathy M. lega S.
3: Elise N., Elise
4: N. Amy L. Amy L.
1: Mary L.
0: I heard Nancy L and there was someone else. I didn't hear
1: you. Mary G. from Minnesota.
5: Mary G. Hey.
14: Kelly Key. am sorry. Kelly, Kelly K. K. K.
0: Q. Q is in quaint. Okay, yes. that's a good lineup. Um, we have Darian K., Kathy M, Leah S, Elise N, Amy L, Nancy L, Mary G, and Kelly Q. Hopefully we'll get you all in. Go ahead, please, uh, Darian K.
15: Hi, good morning. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, thanks. All right, this is Darian Kay. Um, I'm in the Berkshires of Massachusetts, recovered compulsive overreader grateful to be with all of you this morning um oh yes so i read this and i kind of chuckle to myself because um you know i in my um my history of eating mondays were the day um and then the weekends started on friday so um and you just didn't stick to anything restrictive or uncomfortable Um, On the weekends, so that was basically, um, you know, my uh, my go-to when it came to um, sticking to any food plan, or diet, or or whatever you want to call it. It was really all about a food plan. There was nothing else about it. Um, And so, uh, you know, I'm just fooling myself, and paying somebody else to fool myself is just, you know, think about that one. It's just so ridiculous. Um, But you know, I really thought, I guess, when I, you know, went um, that I would, you know, stick to something and do it, buy the foods, um, and and try, try, try again. And um, really, it was just a try. It wasn't a do for me. Um, and so, you know, I just always fell flat on my face. Never, never succeeded. Um and so, sadly, I just, you know, I was a, a heavy um, young person, a heavy teenager, and a heavy, um, you know, into adulthood, um, you know, into my 20s um, until I found this program and learned that I have an addiction, that I have um a mental twist and an allergy, and that I can't just have a little bit of something, you know, because it's free or it's, you know, permissible um, in a certain quantity or or whatever, you know, whatever those diets told me was okay. Um, And, yeah, so I just really believe that I'm um, that that real um, food addict and that I can't just have um, a little bit or, um, you know, stay stopped for very long. I just feel myself silly. Um, And the lies of omission. lies of omission are the biggest stumbling block for me. Um, You know, I'll be truthful to you, um, but to myself, if I leave it out, if you don't ask me, um, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm not going to write down the foods that I ate and then show you the following week, uh, you know, why I gained a pound or two. I was just baffled. So that's, you know, that's my story. And so I'm so grateful, so grateful that I found this program and that I, have you know, um, stuck with it for 34 years, and it's been a trip, I'll tell you, um, and I need it now more than I've ever needed it before. So um, thank you so much, all of you, for being out there, and I pass.
4: Thank you so much, Darian Kay. Kathy M., you're up, followed by Leah S.
16: Hi, this is Kathy M., Recovered uh, Compulsive Reader from Massachusetts. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Good hearing everyone today. Um, you know, at first I said, I, you know, I, I can't identify with this, uh, you know, I that that's not my story. And then I said, Well, how many diets were you on? And how many times did you try this? And how many times did you try that? And and um, and and successful a lot of the times until I wasn't successful anymore. But um, every single diet I was on, it, as soon as I reached whatever that supposedly goal weight was, um, you know that the minute I reached that weight, the, the next minute I, I was out eating again, and uh, and I I just thought uh, I thought I had it under control, <laughs> um, and and just uh, um, I couldn't be honest with myself because I didn't know how to be honest with myself. I didn't know I was lying to myself. Um, I have uh, double digit times in another twelve step program. I I understand denial. I understand the allergy, but could never um, could never put it together with the food until until I couldn't anymore, until I until I walked into a meeting of OA and just said, Oh, wow, this this is me, you know, and and still um I thought I could control something that was already out of control. But uh, you know, I'll be forever grateful for um this program. This program really uh uh told me that half measures availed me nothing and who am I kidding and I needed to get honest with myself. So uh thanks for taking my call and everybody have a great day. Thank you.
4: Thank you so much, Um, Kathy M. And now
0: we'll have Leah S., followed by Elite N.
2: Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much. My name is Leah S., I'm recovered in Brooklyn, and I am a compulsive overeater. Um, Here on this entire paragraph, I say I am on step zero. Step zero is where I cannot come to the conclusion that I am at step 1 on page 41 we know that the big book and whenever they have it italics it is very very important it is something that should be shouted out so uh, what i think to shout out is uh, on page 41 is exactly this not only had i been off guard i had made no fight whatever against that first drink. So for me this I have certain alcoholic foods. I really cannot I cannot consume them because it does something just as the doctor's opinion says it is so elusive that once it touches my tongue something happens to me. I don't want one, I don't want two. I want the whole box and another box more. And until I don't have enough to satiate me, I have no count. I have no count. So I am a compulsive overeater. And um, as much as it it, it, it it took my pride, my goodness, it took all of my pride. What? I You can't do this. Uh, come on, just a little bit. What's wrong with you? Everybody is at home today. you got to be home. Nobody's watching you. You know, what what will one little tiny piece do? Are you kidding me? I am a compulsive of reader. I'm not going to take something to harm my body. I'm not going to do that with God's help. Through these 12 steps that can guide me, and I have this wonderful fellowship of people who are recovered, who can understand what I'm going through. Through these 12 steps, I can get recovery. And with that, I pass.
4: Thank you, Leah S. And now we'll have Elise N followed by Amy L. Hi, good
3: morning. Um, This is Elise N. Um, Thank you all for being here um i've been in relapse and well this is day 1 and um i thought i was recovered i guess i thought i was cured and there's a big difference um and uh you know i can i guess i'm living proof that uh, resting on your laurels will not help but um i also i just wanted to speak about the shame about the shame of being in relapse and of you know the body getting bigger and bigger and and you know being a walking problem you know looking you know that we're that it's a um, visible disease and and I'm having pain in my back and different things that are really um because of the high weight and feeling very much ashamed of it very scared but also very much ashamed but what i wanted to share mostly is that how hopeful this meeting is and how how hearing other people say you know they you know knowing that other people have been here have been there um they've been there more than once maybe they've relapsed and they've come back and and they've been able to recover, and they've been able to stay recovered through continuous working of the steps, is so hopeful. I had a friend that recently died, and she was in this kind of state that I'm in. I mean, she was just getting bigger and bigger, and it was so painful to watch her, and eventually she passed away, and she was young, and I loved her, and I'm missing her. And I don't want my children to be missing me. Um, And my daughter just got married. It was a very big. It was very wonderful and exciting. And I have a relationship with her since she got married. It's so much better than I did when she was in the house. I guess she was nervous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't want to miss out on all the wonderful things that God has given me. And I'm I'm so glad you're here. I guess there's a ton. I'll leave my number for outreach, and um, I'm going to be listening when people are giving their numbers as sponsors because even though I now picked up a wonderful sponsor, I'd love to call some of you that have recovery and just ask about, you know, uh, get some uh, strengthening. So thank you so much for being here, and it's so wonderful to be able to come back to this very hopeful um, meeting. Thank you. Um, Have a great day.
4: Thank you, Elise Ann. I'm glad you're here. Okay, Amy L. You're up, followed
0: by Nancy L.
12: Hi, good morning. This is Amy L. in California. Um, This is my first time sharing on the line. This uh, meeting is so wonderful this morning. Thank you all for your service. I um, was thinking about stopping for considerable periods of time, and um, oftentimes when I've done that, um, it was in another food program and um, I'm, I've finally learned the difference between being abstinent and working tools and depending upon a higher power and working the steps, which is what I'm doing this time and um, really spending time with the book in a way that I've never had. I didn't realize that in abstinence, you can still really white knuckle in abstinence. Um, somebody I heard um, in my first couple of days here this time, I um, heard somebody say that when you put down the food, it's like holding your breath underwater until you start working the steps. And that was very much the experience that I had. And, and um, I found an enormous amount of, joy in working the steps it's not um i'm not finding that um that feeling of white knuckling and abstinence and i am you know abstinent but it it for the first time also feels like it's beside the point um i have no question even in the periods of relapse that i've had um it's been years since i've questioned whether or not i'm a compulsive eater but um i I really didn't um, open up to a uh, solution um, until actually I, uh, I, somebody, uh, I asked somebody to sponsor me, and they suggested that I come on this line and see if this was something that appealed to me. And the presence in the book is really something new and wonderful to me. So I'm, I'm incredibly appreciative for that. Um, so uh, with that, I'll pass. Thank you all.
0: Thank you so much, Amy L. Okay, Nancy L., you're up, followed by Mary G. Uh,
17: Thanks so much, Ma-
0: I'm sorry. Um, Nancy L., go ahead.
17: Okay, thank you so much, Nancy L. in Arizona. There must be no reservation of any kind nor nor any lurking notion that someday we will be immune to alcohol. And for me, that's the compulsive overeating and all the sugary substances. No lurking notion. Well, what does lurking mean? I looked it up and it says, to lie in wait in a place of concealment, especially for an evil purpose, to move inconspicuously, to persist in staying, and to lie hidden. And two times in in these uh, definitions is the word L-I-E. And uh, that, that was me and is me still today. I I believe the lie that someday I'll be able to eat like a normal eater. But deep down inside, uh, my higher power reminds me it is a lie and it wants to take me down and it's not going anywhere. This disease is with me. It's been with me since the day I was born, I believe, and I'm just grateful that it says also in this paragraph, we have seen the truth demonstrated again and again, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. So that's, that's my prayer today. You know, every morning, God, help me see the truth, what I'm really up against here. But thank God for the power to, uh, you know, daily have that reprieve. It's a reprieve. It isn't a, it isn't a deliverance. By any stretch of the imagination, it is a daily reprieve, and I'm I'm very grateful to walk in the freedom from having to compulsively overeat today. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Nancy L. Okay, uh, Mary G. Europe followed by Kelly Q.
1: Good morning. This is Mary G. Re- grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Minnesota. Um, this paragraph just hit me um, so hard. Um, you know, I, I was beyond the point. Um, I could not quit on my own willpower. I had two, not one, but two failed gastric bypass surgeries. After two surgeries, I still weighed over 300 pounds, and I just wanted to die. I hated my life so bad. And by the grace of God, I was, um, I was told to go to an OA meeting. I didn't know what OA was, but thank God I, was, I found a, a face-to-face meeting that studied the big book. And that was my first introduction. And 10 days after walking into that meeting, there was a big book study weekend, and I went to it. I had just barely been introduced to this book, but I went to that to that um, study and I met two beautiful women who handed me a card and said, this is a healthy OA meeting that you can listen to every single day. And that was a card to a vision for you. And with all of you and studying this big book, I have become recovered. I still work at this every day. I am not cured. By the grace of God, I have absence. It's nothing I'm doing. Thank you, God. And I'm just so grateful. And I just, um, I just thank you all for being on the line. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Mary.
0: Okay, Kelly Q, you're up. And then we'll probably have time for one more. Person.
14: Okay, this is Kelly Q, and I am a gratefully recovering uh, compulsive overeater. And about 6 months ago, I started into the um this program, and someone um kindly took me through the the 164 pages of the big book, and I it, before that I was unable to ever maintain any type of um, string string very many days together like I could, but then, again, the disease would just knock me flat again. And after five months of, you know, after I'd gone through the program, I had a slip, like a, a, one day of bulimia came back, and it just it hit me out of left field. And I you know, I was like shocked because I thought I was working this program and somebody a few minutes ago mentioned, you know, we have to step up my pro we have to step up our program every day and I'm realizing that I fall into that category. So when I had the slip <coughs> I remembered a podcast a lady that just I could hear her wisdom, I could hear her groundedness and I was able to track her down and find her. And um, she, you know, took me through a series of questions and helped me see that I had quite a few holes in my program. And, you know, just for the sheer fact of all the past times that I have tried, I ignored the ominous warnings, you know, my, my behavior in the face of the desperateness my desire to stop I would take the first bite and I'd say "Eh, well might as well throw in the towel I'm going to eat the whole box and I'll go shopping and that went on for you know most of my life and I'm 64 now well I have a new sponsor I'm learning to live this book is teaching me all the tools I need to live without binging and purging and And because of the need for repetition, I have to do it every day because the tentacles of this disease that hold me in the delusion, that kept me in the disease, that's what means I have to immerse myself in the program. And my sponsor recently said, okay, try to take 60 seconds in the morning and, and listen to God invite God in and be very quiet. And so I've been doing that and I've been in a lot of pain lately just dealing with you know living life on life's terms and not having food to anesthetize me. So this morning when I I said I'm going to go back to that and try it one more time when I was lying in bed <laughs> and God came to me and I usually work so it's hard for me to get on this meeting but I had time this morning and and able to Oh, okay, I'll just finish up. God came to me and said, get on that meeting. And God also said, have compassion for yourself. And that's what the program's teaching me. And I'm so grateful for all of you being here. And I passed.
4: Thank you, Kelly. And
0: can you please tell us what state you're from, Kelly Q? Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay, thank you. Thank okay, you. so we have we have... Let me see. Thank you so much. Okay. Let me see here. We have less than a minute, so someone has a some burning desire to speak? Yeah. Go
16: ahead.
18: Uh, this is uh, Elizabeth from Germany, and um, I just want to thank you all for the wonderful chairs, and I uh, came to OA in 1992 to OA90. I spent 10 years in food addicts in anonymous in recovery, and It just hit me this morning when I was sharing with my sponsor that I've never really surrendered to my higher power. I have done multiple food plans, weight to the gram, super exact, 10 years back to back, and I've never really surrendered. I just want to share that the um, meeting today uh, just re-emphasized what came up when I talked to my sponsor this morning on step two, that yes, I did all the tools, I did have a stable weight, but I never really surrendered, and I'm still in a lot of pain and desperation, and I will return to this meeting for sure. Thanks so much, everyone, for your honesty. Thanks for being there. Well, thank you, and thank you for um, for stepping up, and for everyone who shared
0: this morning, and everyone who did service. Um, Please uh, join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. And the share ID for today, Monday, February 1st, 2021, 7 a.m. meeting is 16,312. That's 16312. And we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And will Ken WH please read A Vision for You, our book is meant to be suggestive only.
19: Thank you, Katie. Uh, Reading from page 164 in the big book. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thanks
4: for letting me share.